0: The following is a hoop ball presentation.
1: Hello, good morning, and happy memorial day from the Hoopball DFS team. Welcome. Thank you guys for joining us as always. Monday is May 31st. I'm joined by my good buddy Sam Cantalupo. We're here to break down this wonderful two-game card we have. We got some playoff action to talk about. Two games. We got the Washington Wizards trying to stay alive against this uh, this Philadelphia 76ers team, and then we have the 2-1 game over there at night between Utah and Memphis. So, really looking forward to this slate, but. Sam, it's been a couple weeks. We gave all of our listeners a little a little sneak peek behind the curtain about a little bit about you. They got to hear you a couple weeks ago, but you're back. You're back in action. How are you doing?
0: Good. Yes, I'm back. I'm grateful. I can't wait uh, to get through these two games and try to get them some money.
1: Exactly, man. It's that's exactly what it feels like right now. This, we just got to get through it, man. We're uh, we're almost done with this Philly Washington series. We've been hoping for some better playoff series. We've had some pretty exciting ones. Uh, Then we've had some other that we're ready to just move on from. Uh, But before we jump into anything, just a quick shout out to our presenting sponsor over at MyBookie guys. Check them out. Head over there if you're not you're you're missing the boat. I mean, it's free money to play with. Use that promo code Hoopball when you sign up and on your initial deposit, they'll give you a 50% deposit match on up to $1,000. So. Free money if you want to bet on some basketball action, some baseball action. Maybe you want to head over to their fully-fledged casino platform. There's so many options and so many ways you could do it over at MyBookie. So, guys, head over to MyBookie.ag. Use that promo code HOOPBALL on your initial deposit. Like I said, promo code HOOPBALL. That is H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L relatively short podcast on the docket i got a good buddy of mine joining me so maybe we can uh, we can extend it a little bit but we only got two games to talk about so we expect to be done with this relatively soon I'm sure not too many people are commuting today hopefully a lot of people have the day off uh, and again thank you big shout out to all of those who have served us in our military happy memorial day everybody but philadelphia 76ers traveling to washington for the Wizards, Denny Advija, Thomas Bryant, both ruled out. And we have Russell Westbrook and Ish Smith listed as questionable. Ish Smith dealing with the left groin, Westbrook dealing with that right ankle sprain. Nothing to be concerned with for the Sixers. They're good to go. Fully ready to go for this one. They're up 3 0 in this one, looking to close it out. I will pass it over to you, my good friend Sam. We're going to start off with this Philadelphia 76ers team up 3 0. What can we expect from them?
0: Honestly, I, I expect Westbrook and Beal uh, to try to keep them alive. I know with them being down 3-0, I, I fully expect them to both get majority of the minutes. Um, and if they could keep up with Philly, I I think they could get a win. Um, with the 76ers being up 3-0, though, I think Embiid and Simmons will get their usual stat lines, but I definitely look for Tobias Harris and Seth Curry to have some value and try to take some of the load off of Embiid and Simmons for this one.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, this has been pretty much business as usual. I've been targeting Ben Simmons throughout the entirety of the series, uh, and I've been targeting Tobias Harris through the entirety of the series, mostly mostly because these guys have just been underpriced based on the matchup. And, you know, Simmons finally getting that price boost. He started the series at 7,100. He's up to almost 8K now at 7,900 on DK. Only point guard eligible kind of hurts him, but I still have no problem going back to well, both these guys. Uh, to be honest, my uh, the way I'm kind of game scripting this one as a whole is I'm looking more at that next game. The Utah-Memphis game is the one I'm interested. This is a 3-0 series. Westbrook has been struggling throughout the series. It's just a difficult matchup for him. I touched on it when we came into this series. Is This is one of the only teams he hasn't averaged a triple-double against. And you have to imagine Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid have something to do with that with their defensive ability. So that, coupled with the fact that he's dealing with an ankle injury now, I, it's Russell Westbrook. Could he go out here a triple-double and shut me up? Absolutely. But I'm just going to kind of avoid that whole situation. And to be honest, I'm I'm not avoiding this game. It's only two games late. You can't avoid it. Uh, but I'm just not going to gravitate towards this one all that much. So I'll be looking at Ben Simmons. I'll be looking at Tobias Harris. I don't even think I'll try to get both these guys, mostly because I'm going to want to get some weight in that next game. But go one of these guys, because I could still see Ben Simmons. He doesn't need a whole lot of volume. He doesn't need a whole lot of minutes to pay off a $7,900 price tag. On a two-game slate, if he gets us 35 we would take it. Uh, and it, it would probably be one of the guys that would be included in the winning lineup. My main worry is that Philly just runs away with this, kind of like they did in that last one. We see limited minutes for these guys. But again, two-game slate, you got to look at these guys no matter what. We have to have some action in this game. So. Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris are two of my top options. I'll continue to look at them. I don't mind looking uh, in the direction of a guy like uh, Seth Curry. You touched on him. Just the best shooter on the team. When you imagine that the guy's got to get his shots, he's going to get his shots. At 4,300, there's not a whole lot of value. The minutes will always be in that you know mid-20s to low-30s, depending on the score. And he's coming off of uh, two out of the last three games of at least 27 DK points. So definitely a fine value play to look at. And maybe he's one of those guys that you can get better exposure to because You know, if Seth Curry goes out there and plays 25 minutes and scores 25 DK points, even if the game gets out of hand, that still hits us home and gets us to where we need to be. So those are the three options I'm mainly looking at. It's Curry, it's uh, Simmons, it's Harris. If you want to go to Embiid, won't fault you. He should absolutely decimate him. I'm just thinking that, uh, you know, this matchup could get out of hand relatively soon, but very, very much in play. On the Washington side of things, man, I'll start off here. I already touched on it a little bit. I'm not excited about a whole lot uh, over here, to be honest. Westbrook, probably not playing him at 11K. For all those reasons I said before, also dealing with the ankle injury. Now, if for some, I'm expecting him to suit up. If for some reason uh, Westbrook were to sit, I'm not going to Beal either. I just think that this game has a uh, blowout written all over it. And I'll try to, try to, with all the best in the might I have, get some ownership edge on that. Because Beal would probably draw like a 75 to 80% ownership on a two-game slate if there is no Westbrook. I'd lean towards a, more towards a guy like Raul Neto, uh, only 3,400. He would see a big jump in minutes if Westbrook or Smith, if either one of these guys were to be limited, I would expect to see Neto probably in the mid-20s. But I'm expecting them both to be playing. It's just if they are limited and the game gets out of hand, it might just be Neto in the fourth quarter, and that's kind of what I'm anticipating. So he's the main guy I'm looking at. If you wanted to take a stab at one of these centers between Gafford, between Len, sure, I would probably lean Gafford. Gafford's just been a little bit more consistent. Uh, I've been playing about a 20-minute game, 20 minutes a game in this series, averaging about 25 DK points throughout that span. So I would probably lean more towards uh, more towards Gafford than Len. But it's uh, if, if you're trying to get a play on the ownership, maybe you could look the other way. But that's that's simply it for me, and that's what I'm looking at over here on the Wizards. That's kind of how I'm game scripting it. I've been talking a whole whole lot, Sam. I'm gonna let you get some uh, let you get some voice in here. Talk about the Wizards. No,
0: I uh, I definitely agree. I mean, especially if Westbrook can't go, it's gonna be all on Beal. But with the Twin Towers over there in Philadelphia, I don't I don't think he's going to be doing much. Um, I just, I don't really think even their bench hasn't been playing that well in the series. So I would, I would agree with you. I would definitely avoid this or try to get guys on the 76ers side and see what they can do.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it, there's a, there's a massive, like, again, I'm not expecting Westbrook to sit. I assume he's going to play. It's a playoff game. Westbrook's a gamer. Uh, If he does sit, though, it's a massive trickle-down effect. It's not just Beal that would get the usage. Hachimura would get a massive usage increase. Bertans would get a massive usage increase. And Neto. So if that circumstance does come to fruition where he sits, just look for the value. Uh, All that value in this game would allow us to pay up for these other studs that we want to get into this next game. So that is where we'll transition, my friend. We'll go to this next game. Utah Jazz traveling to Memphis. They are taking on the Grizzlies. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even say the game total. The first game, 231 game total, 231 and a half game total. That is the highest game total of the night. Philly favored by seven and a half. The Utah game, 224 and a half game total. Utah favored by five and a half. 2-1 series so far. Utah up. Really looking forward to this one, man. Uh, this, This has been, I guess, just the Ja Morant coming out party. For a lot of people who... I guess just don't watch Memphis Grizzlies game mainstream, which I assume is most of America, which I would assume most of you guys are missing out because it's one of the most exciting young teams, especially with Jaron Jackson Jr. back, my guy. Uh, but I'm excited about this game just because I think it's the better game to target. I think that there's still some great value in here. I still think that there's a lot of places that we could take advantage of. So I'll start at the top. We'll start with this Utah team, man. Uh, I'll get us going. I'm gonna keep playing Rudy Gobert. Absolutely love him. He's my favorite center play on the slate. He's one of my favorite plays overall. I've been talking about it uh, throughout the entirety of the series. We saw in the beginning of the Memphis series and towards the end of the season is uh, minutes being limited. He's only playing in those like mid to you know high 20 minutes games, still putting up about 35 to 40 DK points. And that's why we're getting this 8K, $7,800 price tag. But over the past two games, when these games are close, he's going to have to play the entirety of it. He played 36 minutes over the past two And this dude is just walking value if he's going to be playing 36 minutes. 41 and 50 DK points over that span. Never going to be a lot uh, of volume. Only uh, 19 shot attempts over those two games. But the blocks have been there. The rebounds will continue to be there. And the opportunity will be there as long as this guy's playing the minutes. So I'm expecting another 30-plus from Gobert. Blackman, my favorite center play, 7,800. And I'm looking to pair that with some more Utah value. So Whether it's Conley, whether it's Mitchell, I want one of these two guys in my lineup. I prefer Mitchell just because I know the volume is going to be there. Only played 30 minutes in his first game back. But listen, it's Mitchell. The game's going to be on the line. He's going to have to play big minutes. If he's going to be playing 30 plus, which I expect 8K is just way too cheap for a guy that's going to be playing 30 plus minutes, take a 20 plus shot attempts in a playoff game. So sign me up, Mitchell over Conley. But I think both those guys are absolutely excellent plays. I'm looking to pair them together. And then if I had to go with a third option on here, which I think there's plenty of them, Uh, Looking for a little bit of value between like Royce O'Neal, Joe Ingles. I prefer O'Neal just because of the price tag. It's $500 cheaper. He's going to be playing 30 plus minutes. He's going to have to be one of their main defensive stoppers. Uh, And he's been playing well over the past two games, at least 25 DK points. So those are the four options. As you could tell, man, I'm I'm talking fast. I like a lot of jazz. Uh, I'm going to have some shares on this. I plan on running it back with some Grizzlies once we get over there. But I'll let you get your take. I'll let you talk about some of these Utah guys.
0: Yeah, definitely. I would agree. Uh, Rudy Gobert, he's been really stepping it up lately, um, last two games of the series. Donovan Mitchell, I mean, his first game back, its he's going to get those minutes, but he will be trying to adjust. And I think he'll be back out tonight and doing Donovan Mitchell things. He'll be out there balling. Um, I also agree uh, with some value. I feel like there's more in this game than in the Washington game. But I'm, I'm looking at Royce O'Neal. He's 4,800 on DK. Uh, his last two games, he's had 30 and 24 DK points, but his minutes have been up in the mid to low 30s. Um, so I think with his, even though he has low scoring, I think his rebounds, assists, and even steals will make him a big value play in this game.
1: Yeah, and I one thing I wanted to also point out before we just go over to Memphis too is, uh, you know, the, the trickle-down effect with Mitchell back on the floor and how the usage gets distributed it changes. You know, we're not going to see Clarkson taking as many shot attempts. We won't see Bogdanovich taking as many shot attempts. We probably won't see Ingalls have the ball in his hands playing that backup pseudo point guard role. Uh, a lot of these things are going to change. Now they have three primary ball handlers between Conley, Mitchell, and Clarkson. So I imagine Ingles' assists will probably dip slightly. And then the usage and shot attempts then, and the trickle-down effect with that as well. So kind of the one of the factors I'm taking into play and why I'm just loading up and spending up on a lot of these Utah guys. Because I want where the usage is going to be. Bottom line, I want the shot attempts. All right. On the Memphis side of the ball, definitely some things to like over here. Memphis has been playing some good basketball. We've kind of been seeing uh, a little bit of a rotation adjustment. You know, Jonas playing big minutes because it's playoffs. Uh, Dylan Brooks punching people when he's saying he's not punching people. Uh, but the shot attempts, <laughs> Brooks' usage has been <laughs> off. Out of this world, too. He's been playing great throughout this series. Uh, been a very, very keen defensive stopper. Somebody who I expect to be following and shadowing. That would have been Mitchell around the court, but I'll pass it over to you, my man. Why don't you talk about some of these Memphis guys?
0: Absolutely. Uh, obviously, we're looking at Ja. We're looking at Um, But for the value in this game, like I said, this, this series and this set of games definitely is more value to me than the other set. I'm looking at Kyle Anderson, and I'm also looking at Grayson Allen. Uh, Kyle Anderson is 6,200. But his last three games in this series, he's had 35 and a half, 30 and a half, and 40 DK points. He's playing in the high to low 30s, and his scoring has been low. He has been he had 14 in the first game, 11 in the last two. But in that last game, he's had a double-double, 11 points, 13 boards, 5 assists, and even 2 steals. Um, so I think he could give you the value with some uh, mid-range there. And then Grayson Allen, he's probably the cheapest one that you he get value out of on this one. He's at 3,600. Uh, his DK points have been low. Uh, the last game he was at 24, though. And his minutes seem like they're increasing. And I think uh, I I saw that last game, and it just seemed like he was getting his stride. He was five for eight behind the three-point line with 17 points, three boards of steel. And I feel like he's he could uh, continue that tonight and maybe get five more threes.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that looking at some of these value plays you touched on in Grayson Allen, he's definitely one of the guys that, I, you know, I always keep in my player pool. The guy's never over 4K. The minutes have been a little up and down throughout this series, but generally a guy that's playing a, at least a floor of about 20 minutes and could play upwards the high 20s and 30. So definitely don't mind liking that Grayson Allen, especially because he has that small forward eligibility as well. Uh, if you wanted to go to the double center approach and look at Valetunas, he's very much in play. I just prefer Grobear for only $100 more uh, 10 out of 10 times. So I just don't have a double center build as of right now. You know, John Morant and Dylan Brooks are two people that I'm looking at. I've I already touched on it. I'm playing a lot of Utah guys. I want to run it back with a decent amount of these Memphis guys. As of right now, my initial build only has about two, at most, maybe three guys from that first game. So finding this right combination and looking at them, you know, John Morant at, at his price tag, 8400. Excellent play. The shot attempts, everything's going to be there. The usage has been there. We talked about this series. The lowest he's taken is taking his 21 shot attempts. He's shooting 50% from the field throughout the series. Sign me up. He's got about a floor of looking like 39 to 40 DK points, and we've seen that 60-point upside in there. They're going to need to get the most out of Morant in this series, and you can expect that he's going to play like he's the leader of this team. So uh, sign me up 8,400. Probably not looking at too many of these ancillary big men. With Jaron Jackson Jr. back, he's kind of eating into that whole Tillman, Brandon Clark role. He's playing a little bit of the backup center while also sliding in at the five, but You touched on Kyle Anderson. He's been the primary four, and I touched on this throughout the season. As long as Kyle Anderson is playing at the four, sign me up. I love Kyle Anderson playing power forward. It's just he gets a lot more rebounds. He gets a lot more usage. Everything just kind of trickles in his way, and the dude's averaging about 34 DK points in this matchup at 6,200, so I'll take some Kyle Anderson as well. I'm looking to get at least three of these Grizzlies in my lineup. As of right now, those three guys happen to be John Morant. Kyle Anderson and Grayson Allen. That's just how my build's looking right now. That may change. If I wanted to pivot off of John Morant, I wouldn't mind going with some Dylan Brooks. I would just want one of these guys that's going to be taking high-volume shot attempts for Memphis. And between Brooks and Morant, those have been the two leaders so far. Not playing any of the Anthony Melton unless you just have a rabbit's foot under your pillow and you can just predict how that rotation's going to go. But ever since playoffs started, he has been on the outside of it. So that is it. I'll brown it out real quick. For my Grizzlies plays, like I said, it will be the top ones: Kyle Anderson, John Morant. My secondary plays will be Dylan Brooks and Grayson Allen. And if you want to take Valanciunas, looks, I wouldn't fault you at all. Brings us home, Sam. That brings us to our player tiers segment. Only two games, so not a lot of guys in these tiers. But I'll pass it over to you. I'm the gentleman. I'll let you start us off. (laughs) Why don't you give us your uh, your priced up, your expensive player tier?
0: Uh, priced up would definitely be Donovan Mitchell. Um, he's going to be 8,000 tonight. And I think he'll, he got 30 minutes last game. I think he could go 32, 35 this game. Um, and he's going to do Donovan Mitchell things. I think he is going to be a nice saver. Um, so you don't get burned with possibly Russell Westbrook. If we, if, and when he plays, he doesn't play up to his potential. You could save
1: $3,000 right there and get somebody that could help you win tonight. Absolutely. If I was, if I were to spend up over that 9K, it would be Embiid. Uh, but the fact that he's, the most he's played is 30 minutes, uh, two games under 30 minutes. They're up 3-0. If they get up early, he's not, probably not playing more than 30 minutes. I'll go to a different direction with my man Rudy Gobert. Uh, 7,800 for a guy that I think is pretty much a lock for 40 DK points in this matchup. Absolutely love him. Love pairing him with your guy, Donovan Mitchell, too. So uh, we'll go to the mid... Mid-value, uh, mid-tier player approach. What do you got? I'll, it's this one's tough for me. Um,
0: I'm liking Tobias Harris a lot, but I'm also liking Kyle Anderson a lot. Um, it's about $1,300 difference. But honestly, either way, you can't really go wrong. Um, I think Tobias Harris will get a lot of minutes, especially with the 76ers being up 3-0. But I think Kyle Anderson has some value, and he's shown it in uh, definitely the last game of the series um, so i think i'll i'll go more Kyle Anderson i think uh, he has he has more value just cuz he'll he'll play more minutes and with that double double last game i think he could build off that
1: i can't fault you there and power forward is extremely thin on this slate too so those are basically the only two guys i was even looking at at power forward and pretty much why the, the they'd both be in the same category for my mid tier as well uh, so I'll just go with the opposite. I probably would have leaned Kyle Anderson, but since you, you want to go with him, I'll go with Tobias Harris, who's no fault there. I just want one of these guys at my power forward spot. The only other guy in my player pool would be Royce O'Neal. But with all the other jazz exposure I have, I don't want to overload too, too much. Uh, like I said, you, you got to make sure that you're, you're capitalizing on giving yourself the highest ceiling. And if you have five of the starting jazz players, uh, odds are one of those guys or two of those guys probably aren't hitting value. Uh, value. We got a lot of value options here. I'll pass it over to you. Give me your value play.
0: Definitely. I'm gonna go back to my guy Grayson Allen,
1: uh, five for eight behind
0: the three-point line. I I think he could get at least another five tonight. Um, maybe 17, 20 points, uh, actual points, and I think he could he can up his DK points to maybe 26 from 24. Uh, so I think at 3600 he's definitely the way to go, and especially a lineup filler when you're trying to get those last couple of spots.
1: All right. Uh, for my value play, I will lean with a little bit of Raul Neto. Uh, 3,400, point guard, shooting guard, eligible. You can double slot him in there, double eligibility. Uh, Westbrook, Ish Smith, both battling some sort of injuries of them of their own, whether they both play or not. If one sits, is a great play. If both sit, is a fantastic play. If they both play, I think Neto becomes a sneaky play. Like I said, I don't expect this game to stay too competitive. If it does, I might take a little one off the chin, but... Uh, I'm expecting a minimum of 20 minutes for Neto. And if the game gets out of hand, if either one of these guys are limited due to their injuries, it's just some cherry on top for us. A little bit of extra upside involved in there as well. So by no means a must play. Definitely some risk associated with Neto. But uh, I think, you know, slotting it in here and getting some extra studs uh, is the way and approach I will take. So he's in my initial build. And that is it. That brings us home. So, Sam, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. It's always fun to have somebody else on here. I'm sure the listeners appreciate it as well, because hearing me talk to myself, it can't. <laughs> uh, according to Santino, it's not very enjoyable. But, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes, as long as the information is good is what I hope. But uh, thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. So if you guys have a second, you want to give us a thumbs up, five star. We really do appreciate it. Uh, wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Subscribe, five stars. We see it. We love it. We appreciate it. it. allows our sponsors to say, hey, these guys are doing a good job too. Uh, and then follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mike Patria. That is M I K E A P O T R I A. And you can find Sam at DJ Sammy Caps. That is DJ, just like the letters, S A M M Y C A P S. DJ Sammy Caps. Give Sam a follow. Hit him up. Ask him your questions. Get him in there. He will answer him. He'll win you money. It's all good stuff over here at Hoop Ball. So Sam, anything you want to uh, leave our listeners with before we take off?
0: I think I'm good. I appreciate being back on the pod and can't wait for many more, many more great ones.
1: That's uh, That's all they are, man. They're all great. They're all exactly. great. We just, we just churn out now. I mean, sometimes we, we have a I think <laughs> I recommended DeAndre Hunter and he was probably my most played play the other day. And man that didn't turn out well with six hawks and double figures and him not being one of them uh we take one off the chin but you know what man we're honest and that's the one thing i pride ourselves on over here at hoop balls we're very transparent we're very honest listen if i recommend somebody and it ends up being a bad play odds are i'm not having a great night either i don't recommend right. people i don't play myself uh and we take one off the chin here and there but when we win we all win and it's a good time for everybody so thank you guys again we'll be back tomorrow it'll be santino it'll be will they'll be crushing it for you guys Let's go out there and let's crush some GPPs. This has been a HoopBall presentation.